In classical mythology, the phoenix is a unique bird that lived for five or six centuries, that's hundreds of years, in the Arabian desert. After this time, it burned itself on a funeral pyre and arose from the ashes with renewed youth to live through another cycle. Season two of Positively Purposed is taking a page out of the book of the phoenix. While some have thrived over the last year that was 2020, there was undoubtedly a ton of negative effects that still had a strong impact on the life of many, causing challenges that we were not accustomed to deal with. We are diving deep into the rebound, fueling the bounce back, triggering the recovery, and supporting all things that are positively pushing us towards our happiness, passions, and purpose. Ladies, I welcome you to Positively Purposed, the space where real women share real stories from the experts and the experienced, giving you motivation, advice, support, and information that you want to be apprised of. I'm your midlife maven, Nina Dana Lee, and we'll be dropping these gems every Sunday night. So hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And let's get started. The phoenix symbolizes birth, death, and rebirth, as well as strength and renewal for me. The whole idea is that this mythical bird was reborn from the ashes of the flames of death. Sounds all very dramatic, right? (laughs) But it signifies a journey through fire, turmoil, and adversity. And I know that I have lived that life for the last couple of years. But I'm grateful and I recognize that 2020 was filled with death and adversity for many people. I don't know if you saw the Netflix show Death to 2020, but it's worth the watch. The satire and irony captured in a brief reenactment of the year's events was brilliantly witty. Anyway, this isn't a commercial or anything, but I thought I would mention it. Needless to say, 2020 was like fuel to the fire. And for me personally, I felt lows that I have never felt before in my life. And quite frankly, I didn't think it was even possible. There were times I struggled with confidence, fear, loneliness, self-worth, lack of faith, anxiety, inconsistencies. The list goes on. There were so many things going on in both my personal and professional life that to say it has been a crossroad or transition phase is truly a gross understatement. I can't even say with certainty that 2021 has brought all of this to a close, but I certainly have a new perspective that has me in a positive mindset, and that is where I always strive to be. So, my six-week break after season one of Positively Purpose turned into six months, while I took time to rest, heal, learn, grow, recover, self-reflect, and thoroughly reset. It was time much needed and well spent. I leaned on my trusted support system. I cried, I purged, I meditated and affirmed. I went off the grid. I practiced gratitude and manifestation techniques. I really, really worked hard on me, at all things, both internally and externally, mind, body, and spirit. I had to follow my own advice that I so often give others, remind myself of all the many things I've learned over the years, and actually put them into practice. I knew I wasn't in a good space, and more importantly, I knew I couldn't stay there. It was unhealthy and detrimental to my own well-being. I had to get myself together, yet again, 
and remember who I was. I tell you all of this not for any reason other than I know 2020 has been rough for many people in many ways and I'm no exception. There have been challenges that seemed insurmountable, but somehow we made it over them. There have been losses that felt painfully unfair, but we're still standing. There has been pain that seemed unbearable, but we've pulled through. And the fears that we faced head on, some have faded or passed. The most incomprehensible occurrences literally have come true. But here we are, holding on, moving forward, and life continues to go on. So what does all this mean? Why did it happen? How do you recover some sense and sensibility about yourself as you attempt to pick up the pieces and regain control of your life from any adversity, disaster, or life trauma, even from major unexpected change? The truth is, I certainly don't have all the answers, and unfortunately, neither do I have a magic wand to undo all the ramifications and remnants of 2020. We will undoubtedly feel the aftershock of this world quake for some time. However, what I can tell you is there are so many positive side effects that have also resulted. There have been a ton of opportunities for learning and growth, healing of a people that needed to be aware in order to progress, healing of a globe that needed a little break from our human ignorance and abuse. With all that we've lived through, survived through, pushed forward through, in order to regain control of our lives, don't you think that we, that you, deserve to not just survive through this, but to thrive and to be happy so you can positively pursue your purpose? I want to begin this season two by sharing with you 10 free things that I do personally to help bring me happiness, even in small momentary doses. Now, I listed free things because, yeah, times have been tough, or at least very different for most of us. So I wanted to show you that you can find happiness without money. I also chose things that take very little time because other than not having enough money, the next excuse we make is not having enough time. But you have to remind yourself that you are worth it. It's the small doses that add up to big moments that spread into days and they are fully contagious into weeks. But it all starts small. So here goes my list. Number one, I make it a point to find reasons to smile and laugh as often as possible throughout the day. Now, I know that sounds simple and easy, but remember it cannot be a fake one. It has to be genuine. If you're in a low space or moment, you can even trigger yourself, like play your favorite upbeat song, look at pictures of great memories, think of a future that you want and imagine yourself in it. Okay, okay, okay. So that's tinkering on manifestation, but that's all good. My point is making the smile meaningful and the laugh belly aching. The external joy makes you feel better on the inside. Number two. Okay, I know we all groan the minute the thought of exercise is mentioned, but ladies, I promise you the shortest 10 minute workout, which you can find plenty of them online, or just do burpees, the exercise we all love to hate, it will do wonders for your happiness factor and overall mood. 
during COVID, I think we chose one path or the other at some point. We either took advantage of the work from home scenario and started a great workout regime, or we did the opposite and ate way too much with our newfound time for cooking and gained the COVID-19 pounds, that is. (laughs) I did a bit of both, to be honest. Either way, every day is a new opportunity to do better. The science backs me on this one, ladies. Give it a try and I promise you won't regret it. My little hack is to make it the first thing I do in the morning before I have time to think about what else I should be doing. And it starts my day with a quick dose of energy that's always welcome. And of course, your body will thank you for it. Number three, sleep, sleep, and more sleep. Now, You know by now that your body heals from all things when it's asleep. And prime healing hours are between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. So frankly, you can't expect to heal from anything if you're not getting adequate rest. Proper sleep helps you to handle situations more positively. It puts you in a better mood, improves productivity, and a host of other benefits that you can look up. Even a short nap in the afternoon when you feel yourself fading will do wonders for you. So, go to bed earlier. Trust me, you aren't missing anything important. Number four. This is a simple, quick, and easy one, but so very effective. And that is practicing gratitude daily. Everyone may do this differently. Some share with a friend things that they are happy to have experienced during that day almost like an accountability partner, but others write a list in a journal. Some have a gratitude prayer and others simply lie in bed and just reflect and feel grateful for very specific things in life that you might otherwise take for granted. However you choose to express your gratitude, it will have a wonderful effect on your happiness level. Number five, this one is almost a side effect of the last one. When you recognize all that you have to be grateful for, you naturally want to share your blessings by giving back to others. Now, some will immediately say things have been really tight and I have nothing to give. And I honestly felt that way for a long time. But think of the things that you are giving to yourself in such a short period of time that are free and adapt it for someone else. Give someone a smile that looks sad or send someone a joke you know that might be having a bad day. Help a senior across the street, let some traffic out of a gate, spend a few minutes just listening to your friend that might be lonely or needs a confidant. Of course, if you have things to give that have monetary value, that's always an option as well, because of course there is always someone in a worse position than you. I found a quote that says, we scientists have found that doing a kindness produces the single most reliable momentary increase in well-being of any exercise that we have tested. So I will leave you with that thought because I'm no scientist, so who am I to argue? Number six, spend some quality time with genuine loved ones or people that you truly enjoy being around. Now, COVID has resulted in mandated and legal social restrictions that literally limited physical space between people. Again, it is scientifically proven that social time, even for introverts, makes a huge impact on our level of happiness. So break out of your shell or your bubble, as I call mine, and spend time with those you enjoy being around, even if it's a Zoom call. 
but the physical contact will be an extra dose of happy because you know that we could all use a good hug right about now. Number seven, meditation literally clears your mind and calms you and, as a habit, improves focus, clarity, and attention. However, the best side effect of meditation is improving your level of happiness. When you meditate, your stress levels shrink and your compassion and self-awareness grow. It's like a happy drug that you give to yourself. So go ahead, you can OD on that one. Number eight, go outside in nature. Take your mask off, breathe in fresh air, preferably around some trees or water or both. Put your bare feet in the grass or the sand and really soak up the sunshine and positive energy that nature has to offer. It's such a great lunch break habit that will leave you feeling rejuvenated, energized, and happy. You can also combine this with quite a few other tips on the list to kill a few birds at once. Hey, we're ladies here. We can multitask. (laughs) Number nine, R&R. I call these my home alone dates and you can create your own version, but basically it's a special time that I set aside to be alone with myself and totally enjoy my own company. My favorite alone date is long soaks in the tub with bubbles and aromatherapy candles, normally coupled with a homemade facial or hair treatment, a good cup of tea, some water and a book. It's just a good feel good moment that sends me off into a lovely night's sleep after. Number 10. This one is probably the only action, so to speak, other than exercise, and that is read a good book or work on something that you're passionate about or complete a task on an old to-do list. I find that when I have something that I've been meaning or wanting to do for a while and I finally get it done, the feeling of accomplishment makes me very happy. It also motivates me and inspires me for any other goals and tasks that I have. Now, my list is pretty long, so I could do these forever. So be careful not to overdose on this one and make yourself too busy to do the other. So that's my list. You can do any of these in 10 minutes or less. Of course, you can stretch them out for an hour or more if you want as well. Treat yourself. It's well worth it. But if you still think you don't have enough time to spoil yourself in any of these ways for these 10 minutes, check yourself in. Go ahead, pull it out so you can do this right now. There's a feature on your smartphone in settings somewhere that tells you how much time you spend on social media. Are you looking? Go ahead. I can give you a minute to check. When you find it, you get over the initial shock of how long you actually spend on your phone. Imagine sacrificing just a little bit of that time from searching to look at other people's perceived lives and spend it on enhancing your own. Aren't you worth it? Yeah, you are lovely. (laughs) Very much so. So make the time for you, please. Just one hour a day and you can knock out six of these every single day. And imagine how much happier you'll be. These are just baby steps to get you started on a long road to recovery because trust me, I am not promising a yellow brick road lane with roses. It's an uphill climb, but once you decide that you want to make that journey, you back it with your reasons why and commit to it because you are worth it. Then we can get started on a healing path. Life will always put tremendous challenges in our path. 
However, it's these hardships and misfortunes that help us to grow stronger, wiser, and also present us with the choice to turn them into opportunities. Somewhere in the depths of your soul, when you are at your lowest, you have to find the confidence to rise from the ashes. And that's not an easy thing. It takes bravery and it takes courage. It takes consistently moving in a focused direction, staying on the path and pushing distraction aside. It takes a mindset shift and a willingness to put aside pride and ego in order to live as our authentic selves. But most of all, it means learning to let go of things that no longer serve us, people, places, or things. Recognize that there is a good in goodbye. We have to let people out of our lives in order to move forward and grow. We connect with others and form relationships for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I know we've all heard the cliche, but either way, it has to have an end. When we understand this concept and accept that an end doesn't need to be negative, and when it's over, we must know it's time to let it go and be happy, and that end actually means progress. It's only then that we can grow and have positive and permanent change. So as I said earlier, season two of Positively Purpose is called The Phoenix. In ancient Egyptian and later Greek and Roman mythology, the phoenix was a long-lived bird that cyclically regenerates or is otherwise born again. It returns healthier, younger, stronger, wiser, and ready to face the next phase of life. What can we learn from this magical bird that rejuvenates its own life from the harshest of conditions? One thing for sure is that we have to recognize this as an opportunity to reset in all areas of our lives. There is nothing in life to fear except for fear itself. So once we get past the initial reactions and responses, we can convert that fear into fuel for really aligning ourselves with where we want to go. We have to be passionate about our purpose, our pleasure, our happiness. Make you your biggest priority and use your newfound happiness to the fullest of its capacity. My road has been windy and uphill for quite some time, but I truly believe that has been my path to prepare me well, to support and guide you through your purpose-driven and positive path. Over the next few months, we'll talk about all the ways that you can find your strength, your confidence, your focus, and even your sexy. We'll hear stories of triumph over fear and success over failures. We'll dive deep into the tangible actions and intentional habits that you can form to press forward even on days that feel dark. Learn ways to lift your own spirits. Don't rely on others to bridge that gap to happiness for you. Find ways within yourself to create that high vibration that elevates your mood. Remember our 10 happiness hacks? And inject them into your daily life whenever possible. A quick recap, you said? (laughs) Sure, I got you. Smile and laugh. Exercise. Sleep. Practice gratitude. Give back. Spend quality time with friends and family. Meditate. Enjoy nature. Alone dates. And doing that one thing. Happiness allows us to appreciate our circumstances, which in turn lead to growth and enlightenment. We will embrace 
every imperfection. We will respect and love ourselves, mind, body, and soul. We sometimes have to step back and really do some self-evaluation. This takes strength, an open mind, humility, and self-love. When we can recognize the role that we play in any situation, accept that we do not control others, and commit to live in our own purpose with full accountability for our actions, then we can begin to find that inner happiness and peace that we desire. We'll recognize that there are goals we want to reach, and we can. So forgive yourself for not loving you the way you deserve. Forgive others, especially those that do not ask for forgiveness. Keep your mind, body, and spirit aligned with your truth. You'll find yourself in a peaceful, happy place, rising from the ashes. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So push towards everything you've ever dreamed of. The Phoenix. That's you. You got this. We got this. And I got you. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Clearly you enjoyed this. So we'd love to see you in our Positively Purposed Facebook group for private chats in our ladies room. Follow us on Instagram at Positively Purposed to find out what's coming up next and for daily inspiration. We have so much more in store for you. So please share and leave a review to encourage other ladies to get in on the goods. Hit subscribe. See you next Sunday and keep walking positively in your purpose.